You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey, everybody. We're glad to have you on this episode of Kapow, the pop culture podcast. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Seth. Cliff, we watched a movie. Oh, man. Especially at the bottom of my list of movies I, I watched I, this year. I don't know if you can we we can even categorize it as an official movie. It was so bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> intrigued. Netflix. Father yeah. Stew, starring Father Mark Stew. Wahlberg. Yeah. Wow. And Mel Gibson. And Mel. Oh. <laughs> to, just put that cherry right on top of it. Yeah. Let's throw in some Mel Gibson yeah. in there. I figured it out. Seventh time's a charm. I'll be an actor. You don't belong with those L.A. folks. They're a bunch of fascist hippies. Who do you think you're going to be, the next John Wayne? Get yourself a marvelous mop. What can I get for you, miss? I got beef. Let's not waste either of our time. I'm a Catholic. I can't date someone who isn't baptized. Where's the water? I'll do it now. You're getting into the fine print on this way of living, pal. Well, you got a long road ahead. Comes around. God is all about defying the odds. It's up to you to decide what you've got to offer. This is the place you told me you believe in me. Your son is about to make a huge mistake. Well, I'm going to be a priest. For Halloween. Hear the trumpet, cheer the piper. Man don't lose when he gets knocked down. But when he won't get up. Father Stu. Can't say I never gave you nothing. Yeah, I skipped over thanking you. Went straight to the source. Exclusively at cinemas May 13. Yeah. Based on true based on a true stew story. Stew story. <laughs> um yeah. I, I don't like I don't even know how to describe it. It was just bad. Yeah. It it didn't start out terrible. It was just like at one point I was like, oh my gosh. This is not good. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what it, the this is not this is very poor quality. It uh, did it definitely took a turn. I mean, it starts out he's this, you know He's a fighter. Yeah, he's, he's a boxer. The fighter. I was like, this is the fighter. Wait, I saw this movie. And then yeah. he's he's gonna go to LA and become an actor because why not? Anybody, you know, it's the seventies. He's Dirk Diggler. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, and then he meets a girl. He, he and he and she's Catholic, so he thinks he'll get into being Catholic. And next thing he knows, he just loves it because he freaking gets in an accident and because <laughs> <and laughs> run over or whatever. He's just like, "This is for me." Sorry, bye, girlfriend. I am really into this, and he gets fat. He gets big and fat. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I mean, I it, think that he gained some weight for that, or I don't, or what did yeah. they put? I don't know whether it was effects or whether he just gained. I some don't weight. think it was effects because, yeah, like, no, you yeah, I agree. I, he gained some weight. Like, I'm probably not easy to lose at his age. Like, <laughs> so what? You anyway, know. it was fucking. T- 
terrible. Yeah. It was... Like I, I just ha- I, I don't like him, but I have liked a lot of his movies. I, I there, I have enjoyed him in movies. I was like, you know, it's on here. <laughs> See, this you've reviewed this good. whole movie, and I'm not even sure if it's a comedy or a drama. It's, or if it's, it's critical of the church, or if it's like one of those faith-based no, films, no. I can't. Not critical. I can't tell anything. It, it's about... got Mel Gibson in it. Yeah. You think it's critical of the church? Right. It's not. This is supposed to be a fucking the church saved you story type thing. Oh, he also gets a disease. He gets. A freaking, yeah. He's also. I'm not laughing. He also. It's a true story. <laughs> he also got a disease. Yeah. So he, he becomes disabled. Yeah. And, yeah. It's like. And it's, you know, it's it's a it it maybe could have been a good thing. It, I, like it's almost like the hit. true story. The true story could have been good. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. But but they just handle it so weird. Yeah, it 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 was like it was just a movie, and then he gets run over, and I was like, wow, that was you know pretty Rapid. gruesome, <laughs> and. And then it just, yeah, it took a turn there. Like suddenly, you know, uh, sorry, girlfriend that I've, I've, you know, spent countless hours trying to, to, uh, to get you, uh, I'm, I'm just going to be a priest. Yeah. She, and, she didn't like that really. No. Not, <laughs> and then he gets, and he gets, starts getting fat and then he gets a disease that he can't, he can do he can still do it apparently that's the only thing he still can do is have sex but he's a priest and it's just like why what's the why are we yeah it was awful malcolm mcdowell was in it too yeah yeah Yeah. he couldn't save it and i I, and i so that's how i finished the movies i came back and held my eyelids open i thought i'll take a tip from malcolm mcdowell yeah eyes open it just wasn't good. Yeah. Alicia Mel, Gip- Mel Gibson played Mel Gibson. He did. He was his angry father. Uh, and yeah. it had uh, Jackie Weaver, the Sally Struthers lookalike. Um, it was just a <laughs> stupid movie. It was like, it will definitely be the worst movie I saw this year. I thought that's, it, a, that's a, important, at least. That's a milestone. Right. Yeah. yeah. I always like when I find it. Do I know right, right, what, what you the know bottom? the benchmark? It's yeah. like, what's the bottom this year? Ah, I know what it is. Father I saw stood. somebody graphed out. They did the math for all the movies streaming on Prime, Disney, Netflix, mm. and one of the other channels, and took their Rotten Tomato scores. Just what you know, trying to determine what you know what what are the mm. where are the better streaming options. Yeah. And like they're all kind of skewed down. <laughs> like there's not a lot of real high, high movies. Oh, uh, so but the the three they did all had a normal like bell curve. You know, a few really good movies, a lot of average movies, and a few really bad movies. But the prime had a curve way at the bottom. Like prime apparently has the worst movies on it, and they're saying, well, a lot of people you can just put your movie on prime. So like yeah. a lot of indie mm-hmm. films yeah. are on yeah. there. You can like just contract with Amazon. It's a good place and get to find it. movies that you can't yeah. find anywhere else. So there's else. a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's not curated or whatever. But like by a long shot, Prime has the worst, <laughs> the worst review movies available. They have yeah. the worst yeah. ones available. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I watched that other Netflix movie, Blonde, that everyone's yeah. talking about. Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, Bio I still want to watch that. Here. Please come. Don't abandon me. She's coming. Men grow cold as girls grow old. And we all lose our charms in the end. The, I'm gonna defy the odds. I, I, people think rough. that it's a biopic, and, and it's—I don't think it is. I think it's. It's. Like, I, think it, I know it's based on a book, and I think the book was more about the myth of Marilyn and fame and the the you know being in the spotlight and being an object, you know, being objectified and and treated like you know you're not a real human, yeah. you know. So it's a lot of that of like oh fame's really hard and being rich is terrible. This sucks. But it was, it's just sort of, I don't know. I don't know a lot about Marilyn Monroe. I'm not a big fan. I don't, I don't know. You've her heard history. Candle in the Wind. But I know the, yeah, I get, I know the, I know the high point. <laughs> so you know the joke. Yeah, that, that's it. That's but all like, you get. So I watched, a two, like I watched a two hour and 45 minute movie and I don't feel like I know anything more about her. Like I didn't, yeah. there's mm. no real nuance there to, 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 to explore her. But again, that's, I think that's part of the idea that it's just, it's about, that's, that's Maryland. all like it's the not Elvis. About Norma Jean. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, that Elvis. Did you movie. see the Elvis? Movie? I, I, I have well, that one saved as well. I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, I couldn't even finish. Tom it. Hanks has got to get a life. I finished Father Stew, but I could not finish through that Elvis movie. <laughs> Freaking Tom Hanks is. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> that was the stupidest. So stupidest role i didn't mind the movie that much you know but it was like tom hanks was just like stop it's just like this is embarrassing like what is the why Ugh. you look yeah. so stupid yeah it, again i haven't seen it but i feel like it's it's exaggerated it's larger than life it is i it's haven't heard anything that why that would be a why him specifically Adds to the role there. Well, I predict you would like it better, better than Blonde, but I will say that in my current rankings of the year, it is just above Father Stew <laughs> on my screen. I just noticed that when I was looking on my list there. <clears throat> um, yeah. Well, we watched a bunch of stuff. Yeah. The two the... biggest shows on right now for me, I think, are uh, uh, Hot D. House of the Dragon and Rings of Power, the two competing Maybe, fantasy yeah. shows. I feel like people want these shows, like they want people to really love one and hate the other, or what? Like it's it's. I like the weird both competition equally. that has sprung up between these shows. Their yeah. fan bases, at least, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I really like both of the shows pretty much equally. I read that Fire and Blood. I feel like that was the the best decision I could have made. Uh, to read bef that before watch this show because it is just fast forward skipping 10 years at a time and and 
at least I know what happened in the 10 years that they don't show on the, on the show. And it's like, I, I don't know exactly why the frenetic pace, but are you watching it cliff? I have watched, um, I think three episodes mm. and some parts of other episodes. Like I, I really loved game of Thrones, but I'm really struggled to get into this at all or even care about it. Um, yeah. I, I'm not sure why, if it, it, it may just be the, the ending of game of Thrones and I'm still burnt over that, but, um, I did start watching it. I did go back and, and rewatch the first three episodes the other day um, to just try and get it. I thought maybe I'm just missing something that I'm not, you know, I don't know. And so I did that. It's fine. Um, yeah. It's now, pretty good if you know what's going on, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, it's no, it's no early years, Game of Thrones. No. It's a totally Game of Thrones is far away a better show than not D. Right. But for but I'm still glad to have it. It's good. Yeah, my wife, um I think she's all caught up on it uh so far. And she likes it. Um, but she also she like she's got the books here. Mm. So um yeah, maybe I'm just missing that, but but uh, my son, we have been using his HBO Max account, and he decided he wasn't watching anything on it currently the other day and canceled it this week. So I I don't know if it's enough to get me to go back. Yeah, after and, you raise that boy and I know, support him seriously. all these years, he does, he does you like that. It's unthinkable. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. And then Rings of Power is, man, the controversy... About Man, Amazon wants me to watch that show. Every time, every time um, I log into it, to either Amazon or you wouldn't the Prime like it. app, it's like, hey, the, you could watch uh, Rings of Power. You watch a lot of nerdy stuff, right? You're, you're <laughs> Rings of Power. Like, I really like it. I really like it. There's a lot of freaking nerds out there that are so mad, though. And I'm just like, there's a guy I work with. It, it's like he reads all the message boards and listens to all the things and he is like oh but this what about this and da, da, da. i was like it's like just have to are you back the other side i was like it's uh there's a lot of lore to support that and this and that. i really really like it and there's a the biggest thing is i think a lot of people are watching it the, anyone that is just watching it would not know that it's kind of about figuring out who Sauron is because, you know, this is pre uh, Lord of the Rings. So it's like Sar Sauron didn't start out, you know, isn't there's a, there's a period where he is not this bad guy, not a bad guy. Uh, he, uh, and there's several characters right off the bat that if you're into Lord of the Rings, all you're like, well, who, which one of these people is Sauron, if any of them? And the, <clears throat> there's a lot of a lot of disagreements about who it is. I'm 100% sure I know who it is. And I re and watching it, knowing it, looking at it that way, really, I they they'd sprinkle in all these quotes and lore and things and and try to, you know, t that really, you know, back up your 
theories and stuff so, it's like yeah, that sounds like something a Tolkien fan would love yes and would love to find clues and pick apart and debate and discuss but you can't be too big you can't be this obsessed person yeah, but they if they can't get over the hump of Tolkien didn't have this race of hobbits or what you know if you if yeah. you can't yeah, I can see that tightrope of like it's, that's you got to be problem. a big enough fan to care, but not too big to to just. <laughs> they can't, but you can't mind. be. Yeah, my precious about it, you know. <laughs> so they're just that's their problem. They're like, there isn't thing. Galadriel did it. It wasn't this and that. It's like, well, they, you know, they're basing it on this. There's reasons to say that she was a warrior and all all this. The girl, the casting is phenomenal. Everybody's great in it. I love all the stuff that, you know, they've got, there's like the preamble at the beginning of Fellowship of the Ring about Isildur and all this stuff telling the stories of what has happened. And it's all told by Galadriel. They're like kind of setting all that stuff up way back in the day here. And you get some of these characters. It's just, it's, I really, and they, the money's on the screen. Like there's a lot of really great stuff. They, they, did this whole thing that explains Mountain Doom, like how Mountain Doom became Mountain Doom and stuff. It was really good, made sense to me. I love, I I just, I'm glad I'm enjoying it, even if a lot of people aren't. It's like, it's working for me. So that's all I, I can mean, just about. imagine how much, so the billions of dollars being spent to pander to fandom, and we get annoyed by. <laughs> Yeah, it's not good enough. Yeah, oh, Man. I'm just like I'm not happy enough. Just, you didn't do it exactly right. That's what I was telling the dude I work with. I was like, "You are picking at a billion dollar show that is crushing it. That if you had access to this 30 years ago, you'd be losing your mind." But yet, you you have literally told me some of your favorite shows were Hercules and Xena Warrior Princess, <laughs> and you don't like this. I was like, that's garbage. That's I couldn't even watch those shows. And you're and and you're critical of this. Like, ugh. People don't know how good they have it. Nope. These are the good old days, folks. Yeah. You're geez. living them. It's crazy. <laughs> you said you watched uh Quantum Leap. I did. Speaking of the good old days. Yeah. NBC wow. has rebooted Quantum Leap. I'd like that slower explanation now. Your name is Dr. Ben Song. You're from the year 2022. You are the lead physicist on a top secret project called Quantum Leap. You're a time traveler. I'm Addison Augustine. We're... We work together. Obviously, I time travel into other people, so beam me up. It's not that simple. You leap into people to help them or someone around them, changing history for the better, no matter what happens. Ben, look out! I am going to be with you every step of the way until we get you home. Ben knew that the technology wasn't ready. Can you hear me? Why did he leap? Find out what he's there to do and bring him home. If you fail, there is a 100% chance that this ship will crash. Just out of curiosity, if the person I leap into dies, you die too. Right. Good to know. What is happening? There must be a misunderstanding. Okay. 
I wasn't sure if I was going to watch such a thing because I had heard it. It well, the week it came out, there was some, you know, I saw some tweets here or there, but like Scott Bakula said, he had nothing to do with it, and you know, he, he was just like no involvement. And I was like a little like, ah, well, you know, I, I wasn't sure what it was going to be, what you know, at all. And then the credits say created by Donald P. Belisario. So I'm well, that's, well, a stamp of, that's a stamp of approval. Right, right. But I uh I don't know. I've I've watched I watched the first two episodes. I was uh, I started the third one before we recorded tonight, but I haven't finished it. But what'd you think of it? It's fine. It's again, I, I, I remember watching the original, but it's not something I've seen every episode of. Like I don't have a huge nostalgia reaction to it. What? I mean it's you don't I hear remember. you don't think of Scott Bakula every time you hear Imagine no. by John Lennon. What? No. You don't see him on the porch singing to his sister? No. Playing the no guitar. Idea. You no are idea. a pathetic loser. That oh, yeah. is actually one of the few episodes of that show I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Anyway, the, uh... yeah, it's the exact same story. Uh, I although I don't did did Scott Bakula have uh, amnesia? Did he not remember? Yeah, he didn't remember stuff. Okay. I'm pretty sure he did not remember. Okay, because I wasn't sure if that was a new twist because this guy has gone back and he doesn't remember why. Like yeah. he he jumped the gun and went ahead. Yeah. So there's a mystery this season of why would he not tell anyone yeah. he was doing this. So, yeah. This is what sucked me in. Yeah, it's like what one that you know, you know, like there is some. Uh, it's not exactly the same thing. There's this. There in references is, to the previous. Like it's not pretending the original series didn't. Right. It. It's like honestly, I'm watching it because in the first episode they they talk about Sam Beckett and and like he is still lost out there. I'm like, come on. It's like that's all you had to say. Like, <laughs> like for all I know, this secret mission that you're on, you can't remember, is to go find Scott Bakula. You know, yeah, they they're dangling that hard. I mean, too. they're they they're 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 even go to see trying to find the daughter of, you know, he's in cahoots with the daughter of uh, Dean Stockwell. I mean, that's. They're they're definitely leaning into the old story, so I'm like, okay, now that now I'm now I'm listening, you know. And the first couple episodes were totally fine. I didn't didn't blow me out of the water, but they had enough of that nostalgia sprinkled in. Uh, the uh, I don't care for the lead girl; like she's so generic. Like I don't know, she is just any white girl. <laughs> From anywheresville, wherever. Lady, Lady Al has not lived up to the no, and because Al was the you know he was the right. spark of the show. He was, yeah, and in this show, she was the one that was supposed to go travel through time, and Ben Song was the one that was supposed to be the Al, but he for some reason he was secretly in cahoots with uh, Al's daughter, and, and he took off. He inputted some secret different code they'd been working on and took off and now he doesn't even remember what he was doing it's like okay this is there's enough meat on the bone there but it's also very much a network 
yeah serialized drama pro- where yeah it's each very, week it's, is going to be its own separate thing yeah there's there's going to be a season-long thing was that Oh, you're you're right. Uh, there, that's the show. It there always was yeah, the yeah. the story of the week, you know. But it still has that very networky. Uh, like I literally do not know the difference of what any of these secondary characters do. Like, there's not they haven't like been like I'm the tech person. I'm this. Yeah. It's like okay, you've got like five people. Ernie Hudson. They, they push buttons the on a computer and 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 use give exposition about the plot is all right. Right, it's fine. I'm I'm gonna keep watching it. I got Peacock for a year for twenty dollars, so this had some deal. Like for the next twelve months, I've got it. <clears throat> we all watched Cobra Kai. Sure did. Did we? Today is a turning point at Cobra Kai. Our competition has closed up shop. And the only thing better than a full dojo is a whole valley of full dojos. Come join us. This is what we're up against. I know firsthand that Silver isn't afraid of putting kids in harm's way. And that's why I have to take him down. You're playing with fire, Danny boy. And I am gasoline. How could you take me down to Mexico and not mention we were coming to get Miguel? Do you even have a plan? Of course I do. I'll ask around if anyone saw Miguel. That's the big plan. We all get shit wrong sometimes, but if you own up to your mistakes, you always have a shot at making things right. Hey, we're not friends. We never will be. There's only one way to end this. We have to cut the head off the snake. Oh, you guys five. love this show more than me. Five so. seasons. Yeah, who would ever thought we'd make it to five seasons? But here we are. And apparently, Ralph Macchio has a has an autobiography coming out in the next week or so. It's called like "My Life as a Karate Kid" or something. It's like all these lessons he learned, like uh, this lifelong course, role that people will not let him forget. Of course, he does. <laughs> wow. Do you know, I was looking at their ages. I feel like he's older than Terry Silver. <laughs> he's he's like 60, isn't he? Isn't he close to 60? Like, I remember Karate Kid 3. It is, it is 3, right? With yeah. Silver. I'm going to look this up because I honestly think I, that's true. I mean, he definitely played younger, you know, yeah yeah but because i was sitting there looking at the that actor thinking man he looks pretty good for he was uh he was an adult and uh yeah. yeah okay ralph macchio was born in 61 and that guy was born in 62 <laughs> so, so in karate kid 3 he's haunted me my whole life 
uh, in Karate Kid Three, when he's like the adult picking on this little kid, yeah, he was older. <laughs> That's insane! Wow. All right, so spoilers for season five here, because I'm gonna say some of the Easter eggs and stuff. So I, I hope everyone's got to this by now. If you haven't, Jared, yeah. I've asked every time I've seen Jared, I've asked if he's seen this yet, and he has not yet. So mm. spoilers, Jared. I'm gonna explain what happens. Mike Effin Barnes shows up, which I've been with. You know, this was the I made this joke when this show first started. I was like, yeah, wait, can't wait till we get the Mike Barnes. You know, like can't wait till we get Terry Silver. It's like, and the ridiculousness that that's ever even possible. And here we are. We've done it. We've had a scene with all three villains from all three movies teaming up together to go fight the villain. Wow, what a moment! I said that. That topped the, the three Spider-Man for me in No Way Home. The three Karate Kid <laughs> villains working together as far as something my young mind would never have been able to conceive of. Back watching Xena the, <laughs> back in those days. Yeah. Of, what, is pop, what is possible in pop culture? Not conceivable. Not, 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 dr- I couldn't dream of this. The world we're living in now. And shrugging our shoulders and saying, "Yeah, I'll get to it someday." Like this is insane. <laughs> People, wake up! <laughs> We're living in a, a pop culture utopia due to Cobra Kai. No, so we got the the girlfriend from the third movie. Yeah, uh, which is one of the few actors we haven't had come back at some point. Do I expose us as missing a bonsai tree trivia question? <laughs> Not important. Not important. <laughs> a question about little trees grown in pots. What's that called? It was worded weird. It wasn't worded like that. That was yeah. uh, obviously <laughs> we would have got that. <sighs> well, yeah, we anyway. let down. We let down. So yeah. So the we girlfriend, the girlfriend from three, comes in with mac and cheese. And I was like, oh, I know that's a reference, but I couldn't remember it, you know, the exact reference. I. I I, I Google, you know, Karate Kid mac and cheese. And there's the scene where she they go out on a date and she makes a mac and cheese. Like, oh, mac and cheese. You know what I like. And Daniel has a complete <laughs> over-the-top reaction to mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. And when I, so I clicked on the video and it was like a Reddit link. And somebody was like, I hope someday, and this was from like four years ago. And they said, oh, I hope they reference how much Daniel loves mac and cheese in the show. Like, again, jokingly. <laughs> saying, what a strange you know character trait for him and here she comes walking in i know he loves my mac and cheese it's like they've left no stone unturned from this show and then it gets the they make some reference to karate kid 2 and the scam chosen is running with the fake weights yeah he's like i never did understand that scam and i swear to you as a 10 year old i couldn't ever he had weight you know he was weighing food yeah and somebody snaps it, or Daniel snaps the weight in half. Like, the weights are fake. He's, he's scamming you. I was like, if the weights don't have weight to them, you're saying the food weighs. Like, I didn't understand. I was like, I don't get what this is. I don't. And here they call it out. It's like, that made no sense. He's like, yeah, I was, I was bad at crime. Like, Thank you. That's a 30 year old thing that's been bugging me every time I've seen that movie. And they are, they are closing the loops. They are, they're closing all these loops in my brain. I love that. That's why I just, yeah, when uh, Jared said that Karate Kid 2 was superior to 1, I was like, (laughs) no, there's a a plot hole. Right. (laughs) 
<laughs> I swear to you, every time Terry Silver calls him Danny Boy, I just smile. Every Danny Boy gets a grin out of me. They, they make his knuckles bleed. I like that. Mm, I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's just every, yeah. all these obvious little references and not so obvious references just combine to just make me so happy while watching this show. I'm sure you like Dungeons and Dojos. <laughs> I was, I was like, that's the next game. Seth's house going to be some dungeons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was some good Johnny stuff in there. That's that's really he's the reason I watch this show. Oh, I just yeah. want to watch Johnny because <laughs> as a character, he entertains me. Just, I mean, he is who he is, and and I'm here for it. So. I love the Billie Eilish joke. He's like, yeah. you got any Billie Eilish? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Billie Idol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Makes me want to have a course banquet and chill out for a while. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't <clears throat> quite get what, you know, why Chosen would like pledge his life to help yeah. Daniel and like all. It's, and again, I, I love the, the, the drama of all the karate stuff, you know, someone will occasionally point out of like, boy, karate is really important to these people. <laughs> <laughs> Everything has to be solved with karate or by karate. It's, it's pretty amazing. Valley is obsessed with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time they, they mention the all Valley, like it's the freaking Super Bowl, cracks me up. It's like, oh my God, nobody outside of your two blocks has any eye or gives two shits about any of this. But yeah, we had some good. Uh, the return of Stingray. It's happy to see him back. Played a little part there, and uh, I don't know. The kid stuff is whatever at this point with me. It got kind of interesting for a while, but and even though it was silly, but at this point I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't know that anything they're doing is really all that important. I mean, they've all kind of. We're at the point now where we've all teamed up, so. Yeah, I don't know where they go from here, but I don't. I think they should all. We should have like an evil Hillary Swank show up. That's literally the only thing left to to, to have is Hillary she comes Swank. in and just starts freaking throwing bonsai trees in the wood chipper, <laughs> and they have to take her out. But she fights like million dollar baby. Well, I, I think I think the next season has to be like the Bad News Bears when the bad news bears went to Japan. Right. And so I, I have a feeling that's what we're going to run. Bad news, to. bad news bonsais. Yeah. Bad news bonsais. That's the title of the episode. Sorry. I just sent you my tweet I, that I tweeted earlier. Oh, okay. That, uh, <clears throat> um, moon new Mario trailer came out this week. Mario brothers cartoon. Behold, the king of the Koopas! <laughs> Open the gates!
That is but a taste of our fury. Do you yield? <laughs> I do not. I finally found it. Now who's gonna stop me? Perfectly fine. Come on, Mario! Mushroom Kingdom, here we come! The, the Chris Pratt voice, of course, he's just talking like Chris Pratt. No yeah. idea why, the, why they didn't use Jared Leto from House of Gucci. Which have been perfect. Yeah, it would have been better. He he could have at least been Luigi. Yeah, but yeah, I people are losing their minds over this voice deal. I don't, I don't know. I mean, they I, ruined it. They should have just stuck with voice actors and quit all this celebrity stuff to do these voices and just have people actually. I, I agree, but you know how these studios are. They can't help themselves. They just, they can't help themselves. It has to be a winner. You know, it has to make money. And yeah. he was in the Lego movie. And so that just, means... so he's just going to do the same voice <clears throat> right? and be Mario. Yep. Who shouldn't even have a voice till the end. <laughs> should, should, should go, should say nothing the whole movie, go fight Bowser, whip his ass. The prince is like, who are you? It's a me and Mario. Credits credits i would like a version where this movie comes out and then we have michael yeah common we should have commentary over Unknown. the whole movie we just we redub the we read yeah, the yeah. Movie. i just re yeah we yeah. want we won't give him a script we'll yeah he has the, to ad lib the whole play movie. the movie exactly. with, and he just says What's all this thing going on? <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect that's we did it but that's We'll we'll just play that, it silently, record him voicing it, and watch it on a loop. That would be amazing. That's the Mario movie I want. <laughs> He's gonna talk about a mustache ride, mustache rides, and all. Yeah. <laughs> oh <clears throat> shoot! What are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, another animated movie. What? I watched an animated movie. Oh okay. Uh, okay. What? Uh, DC's uh, Super Pets, oh, starring Super The Rock, mm. and uh, yeah, probably Black better. Adam is in it. But yeah, yeah, that's he. He. But Kevin Hart was in there. Kevin Hart's in there. Yeah, playing Ace the Bat Hound, and it's probably better. I I I would guarantee to say, it's better than Father Stew, but. Probably not by a whole lot. Maybe just one, whatever the next level up is. Ouch. But yeah, well, I don't know who it. I don't know who this movie was for. 
Because I thought... You were the target audience. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I thought it was going to be for kids. Like, just a, a fun, cutesy kids movie. But it has weird stuff in it that is... Like, there are cuss words that they beep out all the time. And I'm like, why would you put that in a kids movie? I, 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 yeah. It, it would just... Like the rock would throw, it felt like he threw an ad lib in there and they just left it in there and just bleeped it out. And it happens several times and it just, it's off putting to me. Cause I'm like, who is it? I don't understand who this movie's really for. Because if I was, you know, taking four year olds to go see it, it, it would seem kind of awkward sometimes, but yet it's way too kiddie for an adult to really go see. Um, so there's that, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's not terrible. <laughs> like the voice acting is fine. The animation is, is pretty good. The story is, it's okay. Like it, I, I thought it would be, um, I don't know what I thought it would be, but yeah, it it's kind of an origin story, uh, a new origin story on crypto and how and some of the other pets uh, that they've attached to other superheroes, but yeah, it does feature the Justice League um, in a form, and that's probably like the worst part of the movie because they they just make them silly mm-hmm. and uh, easily defeated by other cartoon characters, which yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just didn't hit the mark for me. So it's on HBO Max right now. You can watch it if you have that HBO Max. See, Warner's weren't able to cancel it in time. No, definitely not. So that one, that one slipped out. It probably shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time you're watching the movie, it, it's just it's The Rock. You know, you know it's him. You know it's him voicing crypto, and which is just kind of weird. So, I would pass. And that's all I got. All right. Everybody's still watching the Welcome to Wrexham. Oh, it's my favorite show. It's the one that, when that, I, I know it must be my favorite because when those episodes are on there, when I sit down, that's the first thing I'm watching. Yeah. They dropped four last night. Yeah, I watched them all. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, they dropped four episodes last night? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't. I haven't seen those. I think next week there's three more, and that's it. Oh, okay. There was a couple there in the middle, like the weird one with uh, Rob and, yeah. and Ryan trying to explain whales. Like, it felt very networky. Like, we need more Ryan Reynolds on this show. Like, how do we squeeze him more into this? So it felt a little bit like trying too hard and, and yeah. at, at a disservice to the story. But these last few, like, it's actually focusing on the players. I'm yeah, getting players the team and better. the community, like all yeah, the stuff yeah. that the last time we talked, we said it needed more of. They started mm-hmm. doing like, yeah, it's like that's what so I wanted. There's a little lull in the middle, but it's definitely picked up. Yeah. So I purposely I, I try not to pay see what is going on now with the team. Yeah, it would be very finish. easy to just Google and see how. Yeah, I don't want to know. I want to finish <laughs> this next week and then I'm going to see where the team's at now, you know, what's going on. Because, like, I feel like I saw where uh, 
Brian tweeted sometime in the last month something about them, like they won some game or whatever. And I, I was like, I'm not following up on this until I <laughs> finish this series. But yeah, I, lo- that's, I love that kind of, I love following a team on a show like that. So, yeah, very, very heartwarming underdog story that shows anyone can succeed if you just throw as as, tons of money yeah, at it. As long as you just pay a bunch of money to pay really good players to come play in the shitty league. Anything's possible. Anything's reach, possible. reach for the stars. We could all, now we know we could all do it. But it's like, it doesn't bother me because that was the whole point. Like that, what else were they going to come and do besides fund this team? Yeah. You know, so. At least it feels like, I mean, you do still have players there that were there when they got there. So I I like that. So, Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't think we can, like this team was really down and out. You know, the stadium was in shambles. They weren't using part of it. I mean, they needed somebody to come in like them and and put some money into it that had it and could afford it. So, yeah, I agree. Like, it could be a lot less of them. Like, they they don't really aren't aren't the show to me. But, but, you know, I get it. They're the ones that backed it. They put their money up for it and to try and turn it around and, and... and I'm sure this idea of the, the documentary itself was part of the, you know, well, right. we're going to spend a lot of money, but we'll get a documentary out of it. Like mm. that's part of the monetization and yeah. the, the marketing and all that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Although I very much, again, that the, when Rob and Ryan are involved, it's hit or miss, but I very much like the last dance parody of that episode of, we had McElhaney sitting there with a big cigar and a glass of wine doing his, his Michael Jordan impression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Do you uh, watch any of that? The, the patient with Donald mm. Gleason and Steve Carell? No. I've been watching it. I don't know how much is left, but it's a lot. It just keeps going on and on. And I like it. I think Steve Carell's doing a good job. I do enjoy the show. But it just feels like it hasn't gone anywhere. He like kidnaps his therapist to try to get him to stop killing people, <laughs> and it's just like that's what it is. He tries to give him therapy, and he's like, won't doesn't really fight back, or you know, it's like, come on. I feel like at some point he's gonna cl- clock the guy and escape, but. It's fine. That's about it. I think. Oh, so that yeah, that was one co-created by Joel Fields and Joe Weisberg, who made the Americans. Oh right. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So I knew I knew that had some pedigree behind it, but right. I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, Steve Carell's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a good actor. He he does a good job in this. Donald Gleason's good. And it's like just it's just very there's not a lot of twists and turns. It's straight forward this guy's down there in the basement suffering you know having to try to give this guy therapy and it's not like he's doing some great job at convincing him not to kill people (laughs) yeah this um they i saw a lot of commercials for the show but i i feel like at this point it's gotten kind of pushed to the back because that Dahmer show came out on netflix that everybody's that's i've watched 
three or four episodes of that and i i'm sure i assume i'll finish it but it is so gruesomely mm-hmm. it's not it's the like such a feel bad show it's so i mean i can't believe how they made that like i can't believe they made it so dark and, yeah somebody asked me uh, if i was gonna watch it the other day and i was like eh, i don't you can't binge it you would freaking murder yourself at the end it, yeah. it was just like you that you would it's just so depressing and awful to watch what happened to these people it's just like ugh. and that, that's why i keep hearing you know true crime nowadays it really focuses on the victims and the survivors and it's it's not about glorifying the killings and the but it's like how do you not mm. you know with all the you know oh we got to show the gruesomeness and that that gets people talking and like i don't know it's just there's nothing there that interest me that i i don't need to know the full story uh, yeah i think what he's i know a good now is enough yeah he's, he's doing he's given a good performance and the, it's i mean it's a well made it's just so dark it really it's like i gotta i had to step away from it i'll I'm sure i'll watch some more but it's just like the cops go to his apartment and they're like what do you got in there it's like just some gay shit oh okay so all this weird stuff in here it's just because you're gay yeah, it's just like he he knew how to try to throw him off the trail. That's got some gay shit in there. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> well, fall means The Walking Dead is back, oh! guys. The Walking Dead. Yeah, save wow. the best for last. Wow, here best we go. Last. I'm excited. Here we go. Final, excited. The final figure. The final part of the third the third part of the final season yeah that's the part i was waiting on so that has started oh any any part inkling of me acting like i was ready to sign off just don't pay attention (laughs) i want all the details as told by you paint me a picture there's not much that's happened yet but we are back in the commonwealth yeah still and these last few seasons like Certain still wearing have, the stormtrooper suits yeah yeah so okay. certain groups have been one place certain groups have been others that's very drawn out storytelling where one week you might not see half the characters but like i feel like for these final few stretch of episodes we're getting everyone back together so everyone's kind of coming back to the commonwealth and we're dealing with all that okay. so i i my hopes are up i think it's going to end strongly this last season last part two of the final season was pretty strong for latter years. Way, the way you told it sounded pretty strong. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I added to that in some yeah. small way. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's the there's uh we <laughs> they announced all these spinoffs. So there's there was supposed to be the Daryl and Carol show. Yeah, what's up with all these spinoffs of these? And a, Apparently, I don't think Carol's in it anymore. It's just a Daryl show. And today I learned it is set in Paris. Yeah. I saw that. You can't drive a motorcycle to Paris. How do you? How does Daryl get to Paris? Ramp. Ramp. There's a Maggie and Negan show set in Washington, D.C. And there's the uh, Rick and Michonne spinoff at some point. So they oh, think, fuck yourselves with all these shows. They I don't think watch we, any of that. we still want this, even after you know, <laughs> after this main show is finally going to end. They think. Although I did watch the Tales of the Walking Dead. 
Uh, they sucker me into that. I one. can't believe that's. Oh, what? Well, that no. That's a new fear one. Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, that was a that was recent. That one just ended right before the season started. So that was the anthology series. This is the show I wanted back when Fear the Walking Dead and these other spinoffs launched. Yeah of like other characters and other places and other stories like that would have interested me five years ago and i had been really into that but that they decided not to do that and make three other shows that were long drawn out too many characters you know you know, plotting drama nonsense so this tales of the walking dead were six different episodes all with different casts so the first one had terry cruz and olivia munn it was directed by Ron Underwood, director of Tremors, by the way. So it was probably the best episode. Mm. But the zombies were all... And they did... Actually, he had an underground bunker. So some of it did take place underground. So Terry Crews was like a prepper in Ohio. He's a big OSU fan. And Olivia Munn was a hippie. In, so he was trying to get to Michigan to meet a woman he knew from the internet in the before times who was on like a prepper message board. He's like, surely she survived. So he was trying to get from Ohio to Michigan to meet this woman. It was a, right. it was a pretty good episode. The what second happened? episode was Parker. <laughs> what, wait, wait, what happened? He went to Michigan. What? He went to Michigan and found he a He was bunker. dead. And he had a killer with a baseball bat. Stop no, Terry Crews. Actually, she tried to kill him. Uh-huh. And she'd been luring people into her bunker. Uh-huh. She, was, she was back. And then the hippie, Olivia Munn, who he didn't like. Yeah. He was the true friend, so that was yeah, the last one. I bet. Yeah. So the second episode had Parker Posey and okay. Jillian Bell. Yeah. And it was like it was a time loop episode. They kept getting killed and then going back to the beginning of the episode. I was like, that's the weird Walk Dead's never done anything remotely no. like that. And again, it's like, okay, here's a show. It can take chances, it can try something different. Okay. But it was it was not a great episode. Oh. Uh, the third episode was about Alpha. Samantha Morton came back. Right. And it was about her before she became a Whisperer. And it was the worst episode. So the, the only one with any ties to the series was the worst episode of the okay. bunch. It was terrible. Uh, four was Anthony Edwards from ER and Poppy Lou from Hacks. He was a scientist who'd been living amongst the dead, documenting, trying to you know figure out feeding patterns and migration and like he was trying to you know study them as subjects and uh, yeah. that wasn't bad and then uh the fifth episode was uh jesse t usher a train from the boys he wakes up with a head injury handcuffed to a zombie and like has to figure out what's happening like what a great setup and then it nothing interesting happened which is strange how, <laughs> how you can start with that concept and then it was very boring and then the sixth episode, it was uh, Danielle Pineda, who was from the Jurassic World movies and was in the new Cowboy Bebop live action, and Danny Ramirez, who played the Falcon, Joaquin, the Falcon and Falcon mm. Winter Soldier. They were a couple. They show up at this. They, they hear there's like a, a house where it's safe. They've been out in the wilderness, and they accidentally kill the woman who's there. And it turned out she's some kind of witch. So like they, she starts haunting, she starts haunting them. So like they have to leave the house because the, the you know their, their their evil deeds of murdering this poor witch. Like I, this is weird. Like I don't know. Walking Dead has a very strict formula. That, yeah. This yeah. one went way off the rails, which I and I kind of applaud them for it. Just do whatever you want to do, 
still in this universe, but huh. it was more more missed than hit, I will say, out of the six. There were probably two that were pretty good, and the rest weren't so great. Interesting. All right. That does it for tonight, eh? Yes, I'm getting nods. Yeah, I'm getting. I'm hearing from. I'm hearing from the booth. They're telling us our time is up. Cold booth. Willie says time is up. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. What have you been into? What What's up with you? How's your life? Let us know. Did you what watch we... Father Stew? Yeah, tell us how bad Father Stew is. Tell it's us all up a, from here. What's the worst movie you've seen this year? Tell us. Let us yeah. know. Give us some. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have much. We we just talk about what we watched and yeah. then we ramble a while and then we just peter out, which is what's happening right now. So mm. give us give us a suggestion. Hey, we haven't done crossroads in a while. What do you want? What kind of pop culture crossover do you want to hear about? Let's do, do it. Do you, do you have a you know a guest we should have on? So I don't know something. It's not think of something. Give it to us. I vote for the Mario voiceover project. That's, that that yeah. That would we'd have to stop after that because there would be nothing. Oh. There would be no more worlds to conquer. <laughs> <laughs> we got to wait till Mario comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we can get a bootleg copy. If anyone could get a bootleg copy of Mario, it would be Michael Cage. Wouldn't that be the greatest thing ever? Like, we get a bootleg copy, we get Michael to, to redub the whole movie, and then you put it out before that piece of crap comes out. <laughs> <laughs> this is the real Mario everybody wants to see. On Prime. <laughs> on Prime. <laughs> we get it on place we can get it on. It all comes back together, guys. We just have to riff for just long enough for it all to land on a nice, smooth runway. Mm. All right. This is your captain speaking, and we will be back shortly. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. Uh, Seth, bye forever. See you never. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow, the pop culture podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash KPP for special content and access to Patreon-only benefits. We are grateful for anyone who chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share.